Hey, 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 it's me, Rad Celebrity Hairstylist here, your host of the Hairstylist Empowerment Podcast. Today, we have an exciting guest who's well accomplished, who has a ton of stuff happening next year and even this year. She probably has stuff going on too. And she's one of the educators on the Mayan Soul Beauty Industry Cruise. So I'm going to turn it over to um, our guest here to let her introduce herself and tell us a little bit about your background. Hello, my name is Francesca Rivetti. So hello, everyone, whether for tuning in from the US, the UK, and even Canada. Um, I am a NAHA winner and five times nominee. If you don't know who or what NAHA is, it is um, in the US and North, actually North America's largest um, hair competition. And NAHA means North American Hairdressers Award. So really, it's like the Oscars of our industry. It really doesn't get any bigger or any better than that. And I'm luckily and happy to say that I'm a, a winner and a five-time nominee. And I love to come up and create conceptual photo shoots, which is what has gotten me to become a finalist. And that's a, a, a diehard passion of mine is to do photo shoots. For me, there's nothing more rewarding than having the idea you know, in your brain, and then all of a sudden, boom, it comes to fruition. And the next thing is, you've created the team, you're on set, and then you see it in print, or you it's nominated. It's photo shoots for me is like the gift that keeps on giving, because your images will live on, live forever. So I'm, I, I think you can tell I'm quite passionate about mm -hmm. photo shoots. I'm also a twice uh, finalist with the Alternative Hair Show, mm -hmm. which is based in London. Uh, and it's a global um, competition and event, and all the proceeds of that does go towards leukemia. And that's how it was founded and funded 40 years ago. And it was an honor to be there live just recently in London and, and to be amongst like global creatives. It was, I mean, the energy was just electrifying. So when I'm not doing photo shoots, I mean, behind in, in any given day, three or four days a week, I'm behind the chair as a stylist. And I also do a lot of teaching private classes in salon, uh, in the comfort of your own salon, or you can come on site to mine, uh, do a weekend in Philadelphia, or even online. So I have a lot going on right now with developing programs, a couple of, a couple of new um, programs for next year, lots of shows coming up, uh, especially with Premiere and with the Fab Four. And if you don't know who the Fab Four is, it's myself, David Killingson, Taylor Jameson, and Albie McCohey. We created this last year. So we're definitely going to be doing the four major Premiere hair shows. And not to forget the cruise in May, yes. um, which is the Mind Soul Cruise, May 7th through the 12th. You think, I would know that. I think I hit the <laughs> on the head there. Yes. If you haven't booked, the link is in my bio. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, it, it's going to be an amazing week of an incredible lineup of educators, not only hair, but also business related, inspirational, spiritual as well. And I, everyone I've spoken to education wise, they are so excited to be doing this. And it's going to be a great week. So if you love to cruise and you love education, you should really join us. Again, the link is in my bio on my Instagram and I'm extremely passionate. I have been in the industry for blah, blah, blah years. Mm -hmm. um, in fact, I think I calculated 43, 45. 
years mm, since you started yeah. yeah so what made you what made you before you even did hair or were even part of the beauty industry what was that turning point for you to say I want to make you know the beauty industry my career my life my passion yeah well so before that I was like 16 <laughs> so <laughs> I was very young yeah. and um I can remember as a young girl always playing with my mum's hair. And when I told, you know, my first haircut was, I was 15, I think, and I used kitchen scissors and made my my sister, who was probably 12 at the time, sit down and I cut her hair. (laughs) I'm sure it wasn't a great haircut, but I thoroughly enjoyed doing it. I don't think she enjoyed it. But I always knew it was in me. I just felt that it was in me. And believe it or not, my parents were totally against it. They were mm. not supportive. They mm-hmm. sent me to secretarial school. Yes. Get a real and, job. That's yeah, what I heard. Real <laughs> job. What are you, you going to do? Stand on your feet with that blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Well, to be honest, with you, I did not know. I had no idea. And I, and I did not have a Francesca around mm-hmm. as a young uh, rookie in the industry. Yes. I didn't have a mentor like me. And I often wonder, had I have, where would I have been? How further along would I have got? Mm-hmm. But that wasn't my calling I guess you know it is what it is and this is where I am so that's why I'm super excited because I'm still crazy passionate about being in the industry and just coming up with you know just um, just the awesomeness of this industry and connecting with amazing people and still passionate about teaching and sharing and imparting my knowledge with those that really are hungry to learn um so yeah, I've been I've been really in the business since I was like 16, 17. Mm-hmm. So with that, so when you became a hairstylist and you're behind the chair, what is that moment when you said, I want to do something different and kind of branch out from behind the chair, like do photo shoots or get into Naha? Mm-hmm. So how did you get into Naha? Well, that didn't come till much later. Mm-hmm. I arrived um in the States in 91 with an international hair care company called Graham Webb International. Mm. Yes. And through them being over here, but being working on the educational side was huge. And it mm. opened so many light bulb moments for me, you know, working with the manufacturer, working with all the different facets of that from the marketing department, the products, so on and so forth, working with distributors. And luckily I became part of their creative team. So whenever mm. we, we launch a new product, and they needed imaging. Uh, and we would come out with hair collections every year. So we'd come up with a, um, a collection of haircuts that we would show and demo to our team. And then that would happen annually. And I grew with that. And I, I think my eye and my talent developed. Mm. And I loved being on set. And it's something mm-hmm. that I developed. And I was lucky enough to do a very last minute photo shoot for Philadelphia Star Magazine. They mm-hmm. reached out the last minute because they'd heard about me. And this is when it was an independently owned magazine. They were doing a bridal um, mm. bridal collection. And I think the, the hairdresser or somebody had let them down. So they literally gave me like two days notice. <laughs> However, everything yeah. happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. With that shoot, it was an amazing black and white themed oh. uh, editorial Bridal, which won me the editorial Naha. Amazing. So it was my first time entering, and I got lucky, I guess. (laughs) Luck has anything. Yeah, but obviously you had to do the work, and you had, they saw something in your creative, you know. (laughs) Yeah, and then from then I got the bug, and then the following year I got nominated twice in two Mm -hmm. different categories. 
And then don't get me wrong, I've 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 entered many years and have not been mm-hmm. nominated. So it's not like every time I enter every year mm-hmm. because I love doing photo shoots. Period. Exactly. And how do you do your creative process? Do you already know or do you have a process you go through? So when you decide to yeah. put your collection together, do you have some type of format that you use? I do. What I found that works for me is um, prep, 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 plan, plan, plan. I like to plan it out at least three months in mm-hmm. advance. So I like to come up with a shoot date, to find the team. Mm-hmm. And then come up with a shoot date so everybody has it on their calendar, period. From mm-hmm. the makeup, the wardrobe stylist, if you use one, the, the models and hair team. And then work backwards from that. That's mm-hmm. what I found has worked for me. Mm-hmm. And I feel like three months is a good gauge to do your brainstorming, do your storyboarding, do your prepping, do your trial and error parts mm-hmm. of it if you need to. and. Um, I think that's just worked really well for me. I'm really that type of artist that you could give me a bag of props and I could do it, pull stuff out <laughs> right here and do it. Just, yeah, create. Yeah. And I'm known for that, especially from the stage when I used to do stage work. However, I found what has been more beneficial and it was hard for me to do that. Yes. <laughs> to like it out, but I've uh-huh. learned yes. that three months is a good, is a good gauge mm-hmm. in general. Do you like working with the same team for every shoot or do you always have different people that you incorporate? Um, no, it, it changes because the models will always change, mm-hmm. number one. Um, I do have some go-to makeup artists and go-to photographers. Yes. And I think the best thing that anyone can do is network. You've got mm. to get out there and circulate and network in your creative uh, realm, whether mm. if it's art galleries, it doesn't have, you know, whether if it's... Um, creative schools that you can go to fun programs where there are, there's media where there are videographers that you can collaborate with mm. but I'm fortunate because the people I've worked with they've known me for a long time and now it's like yes. if I say hey they say yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like whatever because they we yep. know that whatever we do is not going to be the norm exactly you know so uh, we did um this year uh we did do a photo shoot for a team entry for Naha mm-hmm. 2023 and that was a six seven month plan project mm. because one person lives outside of philadelphia the other one lives in a different part yes. so the first few weeks it was all zoom mm. with the photographer yes so we had like six weeks of zoom and then we had obviously everybody's got busy schedules but we had the mm-hmm. shoot date on our calendar from january <clears throat> the shoot date was i think june 22nd mm-hmm. And then we we worked our physical creative time in that so that yes. we could meet together and build what we were building, blah, blah, blah. So I think communication is key. But, you know, one thing I'd like to share as well with the audience is think of a photo shoot as a production. Think of it as a movie or a music video. Yes. You have to think about all the facets that you need to create that end result mm-hmm. and it is a production period yes um the and i also get my models involved which mm-hmm. is great i mean yes. i even have them do things you know like mm-hmm. they're that involved that they're actually doing passing yeah. me the pins or you know holding the hair for me and because the models are local you can build up a relationship especially when you have yes. that 
and you can actually start coaching them because mm -hmm. you don't necessarily have to be with an agency. In fact, I prefer to use what I call street models. Yes. Mm -hmm. I would be in a restaurant, which I, which I was recently, I mean, a year ago and found this mm -hmm. awesome young girl who's tall and gorgeous, never modeled. Mm -hmm. You know, if you have a, an Instagram or a Facebook account, it is an extension of your portfolio. Yes. So you can show them that this is who I am. I am legit you know, mm -hmm. and then invite them to your space. So they know that your space is legit mm -hmm. and then start building them up. So we met, I met this particular model. It's not even a year, but we've done five shoots together now. And oh, she, wow. had, and I don't know if you saw my Audrey. Um, yes, video. I did. Yes. Yeah. Well, that was her. this young girl. And I, wow. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I coached and I said, yeah. you've got to watch every Audrey Hepburn yeah. movie in the next 10 days. Yes. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah to get it and, down um, to 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 embody yeah, it's to... Not just about it's not something we have to remember when you pick your models that you have to make sure they understand what modeling means because mm -hmm. you've done the hair you've done the makeup they look amazing with whatever order but now they have to sell it exactly by yes. modeling and yes you need it's great if you have a photographer that gives amazing direction mm -hmm. but the more you can prep them ahead of time the better it will be, mm -hmm. you know? So and that's it. And I think that's what a lot of models or people, when they're choosing, they look more at just the hair than the actual model. They're like, okay, she's right. tall. She's this, she's that. But some are, are, cause I did years of runway fashion shows like and stuff, but some of the models we had were, and the, the best models were actually the ones that weren't the most attractive or had really mm -hmm. angular features, but the, the so-called pretty ones, like you said, they didn't really sell the image and that's right. their job is to show yeah. an image, show us stuff. So we can talk like maybe about one of your collections that I call like the mop collection yeah. where you use the mop. I think mop. you may even get to see some of it in the background here. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, there's some there. So how did the mop kind of come around? So that's what I'm saying. It's not just a matter of just using a dress or just using that. So right. you used a different material. So how did that shoot kind of come about? That was an amazing shoot, hands down. Um, so I'm one of those people that I don't throw things away without examining. Mm -hmm. And I had three commercial unopened mops. Oh, wow. In the basement <laughs> of, my, of my studio. And I don't know why I had them, but I've always had them for a long time. So mm -hmm. first of all, I offered them to a, a, an awesome designer friend because he's great at mixing things yes. up. And he wasn't interested. So I thought, okay, well, so then one day I literally just opened the bag and I just threw it and it mm -hmm. landed on, and I threw it onto a, a mannequin yes. to let it land. I went, oh, mm. so that's how that happened. So what I did was I deconstructed them mm -hmm. and then reconstructed them. Okay. And so that in that scenario, that um, the concept definitely came first. And then for me, I wanted a woman of color. Mm -hmm because I felt that would just fit with the black and white thing. Yes. And, white. Mm -hmm. and it was, and if you haven't seen it, it is powerful. Mm -hmm. And I picked the, this, this model was the perfect model. Um, she just sold it and yes. she had the attitude and the energy. And I never forget that moment. The one that I call the roar, where she's got her mouth open. She looks like yeah. she's roaring. Mm -hmm. She looked at herself in the mirror in her. Yep everything in her mops mm -hmm. yeah. and she just she just channeled that oh I don't I got mm -hmm. the chills just talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> she just channeled her energy and she just turned around and went and yeah. we're like oh my god do that again and yes. I'm not that moment 
we all got the chills mm -hmm. and i had a, i knew right then we 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 would get i just felt yes. the nomination right there mm -hmm. so um you have to pick a model that's going to fit your concept mm -hmm. period Exactly. You know, if it doesn't fit, it's not going to work. It's just not mm -hmm. going to use them for something else. But make sure you pick your models for the concept or you build a concept around the model. Exactly. And and did the it model when you first when you first told yeah. the model, hey, you're gonna wear a mop? <laughs> how did she you know, respond like, again, what, I, get what I do is I have them come in and I, yes. I kind of nurture them yes. and I'm like you know I've got this idea and uh I mean if I were to show you the behind the scenes stuff which I, I don't have available right now but mm -hmm. yeah I mean it was at some point and to be honest I didn't really know exactly what I was doing I just mm -hmm. knew and, and I wanted somebody with really full lips as well yes uh, so I wasn't solely specific about the color of the skin. I also wanted them with nice full lips mm -hmm. because we knew then the focus was going to be the headpiece. Yes. And it's like, then what do you do? Because sometimes makeup can overpower. Mm -hmm. So if you look at the collection, the makeup is very simple, yes. but with the, the yellow on the lips in different areas mm -hmm. for each one of the three mm -hmm. um, images. So, um, no, she. I mean, she was great. Again, you just got to pick the right model, and they're just going to have to sell it. And you, you, you have to interview them. Mm -hmm. You know, you have yeah, to say, yeah. "Look, this is what I want to do. Do you think you is this within you? Do you think you have it?" And it's okay. You say, "Look, I think you're great, but maybe not for this concept." Mm -hmm. you know, I'm going to keep you in my model file, and I'll use you for yeah. something else. So you always think it's good to have a roster just of people in general, like models, photographers, makeup yeah, artists. But I'm, I'm always yeah. looking for new models. I mean, mm -hmm. photographers, I'm really leery about mm -hmm. because no disrespect to photographers, but yeah. everyone says, oh yeah, lighting's my jam. I got lighting, I know lighting. And then you're like, oh, you do the shoot. And you're like, yeah, it's not I do really tend to it. lean to a couple that I prefer to mm -hmm. work with. It depends on 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 the um, the project. But with models, it's good to switch it up, you know, because mm -hmm. otherwise, you, you know, oh, she's always using that model, aren't she? Exactly. And that's the same over and over and yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, unless that... they're that diverse that you could really, they're like a chameleon. Which yeah, they change their up. their attitude. Yeah. They change their like look. Amelia, they change their... who I use, mm -hmm. was definitely a chameleon. I've used mm -hmm. her five times. Oh, wow. Um, wow. And, and yep. within, within this year, because... Yeah, just and people wouldn't notice and say, oh, that's the model from this one, this one, this one. They, because they, she looks they, different. Yeah, but the, the, all the hairstyles have been... Because is she different. the same model then that was in the blue? No. The, no. Oh, the, the, mop, the mop girl is, yes. Yes, that's what I meant, yeah. Yes, the mop is, a, is the same as the oceanic. Okay, the blue. but you wouldn't uh, notice. Like, I didn't notice right away that that was the same yeah, girl. That, that's right? Terry. That's Terry. So, so where yeah. the where the eye but goes. She's not, and... But she's not the girl that I use in the tapestry. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because with the mop one, you also had a blow up poster as well. The blow up, the big, big. Well, that was that was actually at the ISSE show um, oh, okay. in Long Beach that year mm -hmm. for the uh, Naha uh, mm -hmm. live so when yes. we walked into the big convention oh my god they had blown it up it was massive mm -hmm. <laughs> it was, it was like, great I for you yeah i know because you don't expect it to me. be there and 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 there it is sort of thing but i mean it's nice to get out from behind the chair and working for someone else but something you did too you became a salon owner so what was the turning point where you said i want to not work for somebody else but have my own salon mm -hmm. that's been 17 years by the way oh, wow and I think what it is is because um, I think like most people that decide to do 
their own business is because they want to implement their their ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only way you're going to really have the freedom to do that is to have your own space, your own your own studio, such and such. Um, yeah, so that's what I did. So now yeah. I. And the and the same with being an owner, you went then again. The next step, instead of just having your own salon, you also have your own product line. Can you tell us? I have my own product that? line that yeah. I've had for seven years because. I, mm-hmm. At the 10-year market, we we launched it for the 10th anniversary, and it's fantastic. I love the company that I work with. It's a, a family-owned company, and they really work with smaller businesses such as such as myself. And again, there is a link in my bio if anybody's interested in getting their own brand. Mm-hmm. And my clients love it. I've been using it for seven years, and you know, I'm still keeping the, the shelves stocked. And they're always coming out with new add-ons as yes. well so it's not like we just it was just one skew of products and that's where it ended um and you know you've seen a lot of my posts that I do mm-hmm. and I'm promoting my 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 hair art I'm promoting the yeah. products I'm promoting mm-hmm. uh my photo shoots I'm promoting mm-hmm. um, my hair classes that I do online you know on location yeah. and, and I think it's exciting too when clients come in though and they see like your name you know, we'll say, so follicle is your salon. Yeah. Follicle, so when, yeah. when, when they see that, they're like, wow. And two, because a lot of times when you go to the supplier, it's like, this is on back order. This is on back order. Right. But when you have your own product line, you don't really have, yeah. or do you have the same kind of um, distribution type of um I mean, the thing. distribution I have is whatever I create. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can distribute out more. I mean, the, I mean all the products are on my website mm-hmm. at FrancescaRivetti.com under, yes. I guess, shop, I think it is, shop follicle. Yeah. Um, but you know what's great is right now I with my clients, it's so right now follicle products are only available at the studio. Okay. So mm-hmm. it, it's very select and mm-hmm. it's, um, into and my clients love it. Like my, I get repeat purchases, mm-hmm. obviously, and um, but I really enjoy having that because it just makes it more personal. Mm-hmm. Though I can brand, you know, branch out more, which is what I'm planning on doing as mm-hmm. well, especially for 2023. Yes. Um, so yeah, it's like I, I feel like I, I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Yeah. You know, I love um, the industry. Well, of course. And if, and if you're part of the creation as well, or say, yes, I like this. No, I don't like that because you personalize it. So then the brand, which is your own brand, it reflects you rather than taking in a line where you just kind of get whatever they give and, you. And yeah. also taking in a line and within a minute it's on, you know, where exactly. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. So now, there's no problem. way that we'll ever see it on another site. We'll see it right. on because exactly. it's only through you that people it's can purchase. And yeah. So I wanted something exclusive mm-hmm. as an owner. I was tired and frustrated, but like most owners are mm-hmm. when a new product is launched. You know, wow, I love this. I want to get on board with this product line. And then within five minutes it's on Amazon. And next thing is your yep. client's on buying it on amazon oh because they want convenience exactly you know? and it's it's much and easier it, if it's right there and and if the salon doesn't offer it or yeah and, and i actually or... i actually tell my clients i only uh support mm-hmm. your hair 100 with the use of of follicle products at home as well as often mm-hmm. obviously in the studio exactly if and they that's don't use in... my products and they saw my colors really faded on no, that's a, if they're going to invest the money to have a service done, they need to invest in the insurance 
Right. You know how I put it to my clients, it's insurance to keep it. So your color doesn't fade. So yeah. you're, you know, I mean, to keep your hair healthy, shine, so you know, that I do, have, I do have a couple of, in, in addition to the cruise next year, sure. which yeah. I'm really excited about, um, I've come up well with a friend of mine, I have a very good friend that lives in Italy and mm -hmm. she proposed the idea. So mid-September, we are organizing a, um, a bespoke editorial oh. photo shoot in oh, Italy. Nice. Oh, wow. So I'm just putting it out yeah. there. Um, yes. <laughs> uh, we're in the process of finding the location mm -hmm. uh, and it'll be a five-day course. Perfect. But it's going to be Eat, Play, Learn. You know, like mm -hmm. Eat, Play. Yeah, the, the yeah. movie. Yeah. Yes. Eat, Play, Learn. And it's yeah. going to be all about taste and tactile. Mm -hmm. So in the morning, it will be all hair. And yes. it will be a condensed version on how to do a photo shoot, mm -hmm. executing it by the end of the week. Yes. So, Every day will be for three hours yeah. in the morning. Mm -hmm. Then, in, like Italian, sorry, it's always pranzo around yes. one o'clock till three. Mm -hmm. And then it's in the afternoon, it's going to be pasta making, wine tasting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, it's going to be all cultural events and then dinner as a team. So that's loosely what we've got going mm -hmm. on. And, and that's nice because I think anytime you have a destination, it changes. And because it's not all hair 24 7, yes. even making pasta can exactly produce some creativity exactly. right and yes, you see something and the nice thing with this after the five days or at the end of the five days you actually get a finished product and you can apply the things that you've learned exactly. during during the week yeah and uh so it'll be mid-september so mm -hmm. i'm just putting it out there if anybody's interested we're going to start promoting it hopefully by the end of the year and okay. um you know so are you going to limit the number of people that can come i think 10 is a good number mm -hmm. because um then then what my goal is to pair them up in twos for yes the hands-on projects that we will have curated for each day but mix it up every day so they're not with the same people. same person for the five five yeah. days and so they get really to know the... everybody exactly. and that works perfect because they get to know they get There's to partner up with each person. We're going at, we're, we're researching photographers, models, mm -hmm. and makeup artists. So, uh, my friend uh, Danielle is currently in Bologna right now. So we're thinking mm -hmm. maybe in Bologna because it's such a an international city. And mm -hmm. if you don't know this, but Bologna is like the food capital of Italy. Oh wow! Okay. Yes. yes. So we we thought about doing it in like a castle, but I thought, no, nah, that's too mm -hmm. remote. We need, I think, to get immersed in the culture the culture yeah is amazing walking down the streets uh, and mm -hmm. taking it all in is all going to be part of this cr the creativity mm -hmm. to make this um photo shoot yeah it's, it sounds amazing so if people wanted to be involved is the best way to email you or you'll have it on your website they can email or they, or they can dm me on instagram uh okay. we are limiting it to 10 people mm -hmm. so there will be uh you know an unrefundable deposit that we need to set up mm -hmm. um but you're gonna love it because it's gonna be amazing and then the next we may do two a year and mm -hmm. then the next year we'll probably look at different destinations yes. in, in Italy. which is nice and you can and that's different for the student that's coming right. they can see a different place exactly. so as far as dming if someone's a photographer a model a makeup artist could they also dm you as well if they're interested in being a part of it yes yeah, yeah. so if you know yeah absolutely because we're we're, we're and i'm not and i'm not close to closed to mm -hmm. Um, having someone from Italy be the photographer. Exactly. Yeah, if you know, they're already it could local. Be somebody from you know this side of the pond. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm open to uh, yeah, because we want to put this together. We want it to be an amazing experience. That um, the ten 
fortunate ones will yeah, come exactly. back. I'm the aware VIPs. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, wow, yeah. it's a wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited about that. So that's going to happen mid-September. Don't mm-hmm. have the exact date. Yep. Possibly the second or third week, mm-hmm. or maybe even the last. Um, and then also I'm working on a, a protege program. Oh, wow. Yes. And it's a, it's a, it's, I'm building that. Um, it's going to be, if you're in the filiera, it'd be great mm-hmm. if, if, if that you could come because I think yes. one one is just like amazing. So mm-hmm. it's going to be about a 16 hour program. Okay. Yeah. Broken down to like maybe four hours a week mm-hmm. um, with lots of theory, hands on, but it's really to help the protégés really springboard. Mm-hmm. And so, and like you said, it's like you wish you had a Francesca when you were starting out. I know. And see a lot I'm of here us... now though. I'm here now. Yes. <laughs> so now, so now you can offer that, you know, a live program or uh, I don't know if you can do it as a virtual, but you know, it's it an, could, it an option as well. Yeah, it can absolutely be done as a virtual. However, if it can be done in person, live is so much yeah. better. Well, you're going to, but I understand yeah. that anyone that comes from too far afield, it's going to be a challenge. Um, but anyway, it's going to be based about a 16 hours, 20 mm-hmm. hour program, uh, four hours a week with maybe some breaks in between. So you can absorb and yes. reflect and and practice so mm-hmm. that you really have it down. So well, that- and that's a big thing is the application and implementing, yeah. because what's the use of learning the knowledge if you're not going to implement or you're yeah. not going to do that sort of thing. Wow, the time is going fast. We have about four minutes left. <laughs> but we'll talk about the um, a little bit about the Fab Four, and then we'll wrap up with the cruise, and then anything you kind of want to interject, and then we'll get like uh, where people can follow you and, and your social media cool. handles. So the Fab Four is um, David Kinnickson, Taylor Jameson, and Albie McCohey, and myself. And last uh, June... We did, the four of us came together organically yes. and we decided to do the show for a premiere in Orlando and it went really, really well. Mm. And I loosely just called us the Fab Four during our postings mm-hmm. on social yes. media. The other, t- the other fabs loved it. So now mm-hmm. it seems to be catching on. Mm-hmm. And so we definitely want to promote ourselves uh, going forward at hair shows as yes. individuals, but as the Fab Four. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well. Because your so, last show, your last show you did, you had standing room only. Yeah. And so even, we had oh, that in the real... hallway. And yeah. in the, they were, <laughs> yeah, and there also, was, there was an Orlando, empty seat in the place I could see. Yeah. And also <laughs> Orlando, it was the same as well. So we're definitely doing the four big shows we premiere next year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we're looking at other shows as well. And so, yeah, we're excited about that because. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I would like to shout out to is Isotech, who kind of works with Fab, the Fab Four. You've been doing shows with them. We, we're looking at um, having them be our sponsors mm-hmm. or, or one of our sponsors for next yes. year. And so we're in the process of going through all that right now. Oh, but with or without, we're doing this. You know, we exactly. Yeah. We're going to be doing it, you know, with or without, because that's how it initially initially started. And we know that we have a, we're just feeling really good about it, you know. Amazing, amazing. So we'll, as we wrap up, we'll do like a quick little, um, so if people are going to come to the Mayan Soul Beauty Industry Cruise, what are they going to see from you on the cruise? So what will you be teaching? So, um, I developed this um, 
approach to a modern day shag haircut, which I'm actually wearing myself. I know it's oh, amazing. It's gorgeous. <laughs> the seven section mm. shag. So I didn't invent the shag. I'm not, I'm mm. not proclaiming I did, but I created a, an alternate way on how to execute the shag haircut, but revisiting the head mm -hmm. shape importantly, so that we know exactly where those sections are placed. Yes. So we have an understanding of where the hair in gravity falls in reference to the head shape. So there's a lot of theory that goes with it, but it's a very fun, fast, effective. And I have done it on most hair lengths and mm -hmm. most hair types, and it works amazing. Again, if you go to my link in my bio on Instagram, you will see more information there. It, it is also available online to purchase. You can purchase mm -hmm. it for three months. It's a three month rental. Mm -hmm. And if you, it's like two seventy five. But if you break mm -hmm. that down a day, it's like not. I think three dollars a day. Yes. But you can't even get a cup of coffee. But if you want to see it live and you want to come on the cruise, that's where I'll be. Mm -hmm. I'll be sharing that, and also I'll be talking about branding as well mm -hmm. on the cruise. And uh, yeah, so I'm excited to be part of the cruise with all the all my fellow. Um, yes, and, and we, we, well. we've, got, <laughs> we've got a lot of them. The time Francesca has went so fast. I so know. in the last five seconds, I want to say thank you for joining us. And everybody, if you want to check out uh, the cruise, you can go to www.beautyindustrycruises.com. And if you want to check out Francesca, um, just give a shout out to your social media handles. Sure. Um, on Instagram, it's Francesca Rivetti underscore hair art. Or also my website is FrancescaRivetti.com. Okay, that's great. So I want to say thank and then you, also everybody. On, on, on Facebook as well. You're everywhere and I'm got videos and, and, and you've won a ton of awards. I think we're going to have to on twice because your list is so long of your accomplishments <laughs> that we need more than more than one episode. But I, I would say, love that. <laughs> I would love that. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. And we're going to see you next time.